I got a comment on a YouTube video recently from a young man who wrote to me saying, basically, my girlfriend's past bothers me. And what's worse, I feel like my girlfriend is being dishonest about her past. What if what she's saying about her past isn't true? So in today's video, I wanna share a few thoughts in response to this question. I think you'll find this useful if you're bothered by your girlfriend's past or maybe your boyfriend's past, husband's past, wife's past. If you're bothered by your partner's past and you feel like they might not be being entirely honest with you, I think you're gonna to wanna to see today's video. I'm gonna share some thoughts that I think you'll find helpful and hopefully clarifying. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been working one-on-one -on -one with hundreds of men and women from around the world, helping them overcome retroactive jealousy, overcome obsessive jealousy, and save their relationships. If you'd like more information about my products and services, or you'd like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. By the way, my coaching rate is going up as I'm trying to pare down my coaching roster a little bit. It's time for Zach to create some work-life balance. So if you wanna work with me one-on-one, -on -one, there will never be a more affordable time than right now. So please click the link in the description if you want more information about working with me one-on-one -on -one to help you overcome retroactive jealousy as soon as humanly possible. If your girlfriend's past bothers you and you feel like your girlfriend or your partner may not be being entirely honest about their past, my first question to you would be, do they have a habit of deception generally? Have you caught them in little lies before? Have you caught them lying about little things in the past or maybe big things in the past? Have they demonstrated a habit of deception in multiple areas of their life, in some areas of your relationship, beyond retroactive jealousy, beyond their past? What I'm getting at here is, are they kind of a liar? Do they lie a lot? Have you been feeling that kind of tension in your gut, like something's off here? You know, have you been trusting your intuition and has your intuition been telling you this person is generally deceptive? I mention this because it's pretty unlikely, I think, that someone is lying or deceptive about only one area of their life or one topic or one subject. If someone is being deceptive and dishonest about their past, chances are pretty good they're deceptive and dishonest about multiple areas of their life, multiple areas of their present. So if you're concerned that they might be being slightly dishonest about their past, think about whether or not they've been deceptive in other areas of their life, in other areas of your relationship. I'd also mention that a lot of people, men, women uh, alike, are somewhat dishonest about their own sexual past, their relationship histories, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know about you, but we've all, at least most of us, <laughs> myself included, have made certain mistakes in the past, certain choices, certain nights, uh, certain people that maybe we kind of want to take back. Now, I'm not saying this to excuse someone who's blatantly lying, someone who's lying about big life events, or someone who's been married three times but won't admit it, or someone who has children <laughs> from a previous relationship and won't admit it. I'm not excusing any of that, and I'm not excusing deception more generally. I'm merely trying to explain it, to try to encourage some degree of empathy. And you might want to ask yourself, am I completely 1 million percent honest about every single encounter, every single person, every single evening for my own past? And if the answer is yes, congratulations. But if the answer is no, you're certainly not alone. A lot of people are going to tell at least somewhat white lies about their own sexual past, about their own uh, dating experiences, about their own relationship history. But once again, this is not to excuse what I would call very serious lies. For example, if I met someone and they were dishonest about the fact that maybe they'd been married before, or maybe they'd been divorced before, or maybe they, 
I don't know, made pornography <laughs> before. That does happen. Or maybe about the fact that they have children from a previous relationship and they've been lying about it for some time. For me, this would be a clear deal breaker. For me, this wouldn't be something I'd have to think about at all. Because if someone's willing to lie about something that big a deal, you know, that momentous a life event, what else are they lying about? And for me, honesty is a big deal, especially honesty about, you know, significant things like that. For me, that would be a deal breaker. By the way, regardless of whether or not they're lying about their past, I wouldn't date a generally deceptive person in general because if someone's lying all the time, you don't have a relationship. You have a mirage, you have a fantasy. You don't really know that person if they're lying to you all the time. So I don't care how sexy they are, I don't care how wonderful they are, I don't care all their wonderful personality attributes. If they're a liar, I don't wanna be with them. And frankly, I don't think any healthy relationship can be built on habitual deception. You may have seen on my podcast, Humans in Love, I've had the great fortune to interview Dr. Brad Blanton. Dr. Brad Blanton is a pioneer in the field of what he calls radical honesty. Now, radical honesty is definitely not for everyone. I do encourage you to look it up. But I hope even the fact that I would interview him, the fact that I'm interested in that school of philosophy, I hope that tells you uh, everything you need to know about my own feelings about lying and deception in a relationship. If anything, I go to the opposite extreme and I can be very brutally honest sometimes with the people I'm dating. But I also wanted to make an important point about the way that I see building trust more generally. Now, this is for me. This is not for everyone. I'm not saying that everyone has to view building trust this way. I'm not saying that everyone has to do everything I'm saying and see the world as I do. In fact, you know, we don't need seven billion Zacks running around the world. <laughs> way too much. Anyway, the way I build trust is slowly over time. To be perfectly honest with you, I don't immediately 100% trust someone right away. I try to give them the benefit of the doubt. I try to trust them, you know, in little ways building up over time until they give me a reason not to trust them. But to give you a very uh, clear example, I mean, I trust my current girlfriend now today way more than I did a year ago. And she's a wonderful person and we get along well and I'll spare you the details, she's wonderful. And it's not like before she was being untrustworthy. My point is simply that I think the only way to really know who someone is and to really truly trust them is to watch their actions over long periods of time. Notice that I didn't say words because as you uh, seem to imply in your uh, message to me, talk is cheap. People can talk a big game. I mean, and they've got nothing to back it up. People can lie and deceive you know, others about who they are and what they want and their past and their future and their present all the time. But if you really wanna know who someone is, truly, watch their actions over long periods of time and don't pay a ton of attention to what they say. How many coaches are on YouTube with zero testimonials, zero, you know, anything backing them up, but they talk a big game so they can build a business overnight? Again, talk is cheap. And by the way, if you're wondering, you know, how can I be sure that I can trust my girlfriend or I can trust my partner, what they're telling me about their past? Here's the thing, you can't, right? There is no way to be 1 million percent certain in all likelihood that that person is telling you the truth because talk is cheap, people lie all the time. Now, I'm not saying you have to go out there and be suspicious of everyone and all the rest, but I really think at the end of the day, our only real option as humans, if we wanna be in love, if we wanna be in relationship, is to accept this idea that every relationship is a risk, every relationship is a gamble. There will always be that inherent element of uncertainty and risk anytime you fall in love with someone, anytime you're in a relationship with someone. Yes, people will hurt you. 
People can betray you. People can lie. People can cheat. People can steal. There's all this stuff, you know, all kinds of risk associated when you bring anyone into your life. But the alternative is way worse in my opinion. The alternative involves never choosing to love anyone. The alternative involves never being in a relationship. Or alternatively, the alternative involves just constantly, you know, being skeptical and constantly digging into what people are saying, never trusting anyone, never taking that risk, just constantly fretting, checking their phone every time they leave the room, being paranoid, being suspicious, and never really just enjoying any relationship because you're always on guard, you're always on edge. I don't know about you, but I'd rather take the risk. I'd rather take the gamble. And maybe I'll get burned, maybe I'll get deceived, maybe I'll be screwed over, but you know what? It's worth it to me. The risk is worth it because I've been in some absolutely incredible relationships in my life. I've met some remarkable women who I've shared some years with, who I've, who I've spent some time with, and I wouldn't trade those years for anything, regardless of the future, regardless of anything else. To me, the risk is worth it, and I really see that as the only practical solution in these kinds of relationships when you're in these situations. To decide to trust someone until they give you a reason not to trust them, and to build trust with that person slowly over time based on their actions rather than their words. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.